0: Our scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, verses 26 through 34. And I invite you to read along in your pew Bible or to actively listen. Jesus also said, the kingdom of God is as if Someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow, and he does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. Jesus also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of seeds on earth yet when it has sown it grows up and becomes the greatest of all the shrubs and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can nest in its shade the word of the lord Thanks be to God. <coughs> Excuse me. I recently heard a joke about some scientists who learn how to create a human being. So they called up God to let God know. And God decides to pay a visit to see what's going on. And the scientists go in their labs with all of their equipment and all of their materials, and they do their mixing and their tweaking and their juggling, and before too much time passes, they come out with a human baby. They thank God for the many years of service, and let the creator of all know they can take it from here. And God takes a moment and reaches down and scoops up a handful of dirt and says, no, 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 no. You have to start with this. And one of the creation stories in Genesis we read And the Lord God formed humans from the dust of the ground and breathed into their nostrils the breath of life, and humans became a living soul. For something that is so foundational to our creation, dirt has become a dirty word. We hear phrases such as, that person is dirt poor, or something is dirt cheap. A not-so-nice person may be referred to as a dirt bag, or we might treat someone like dirt, or when we get angry at them, ask them to eat dirt. And as children, it is okay to make mud pies, but parents often frowned upon the children eating the mud pies. I recall recently, because this hasn't stopped since I was a child, my mom getting mad at me if I tracked mud into the house. Wipe your feet! She would yell when she would hear me come in. And most of us know... And perhaps even help me finish the phrase, you got mud on your face, your big disgrace. And all of these phrases, the stuff under our feet, the stuff that is part of making us into God's image, has gotten a bad reputation. In the same way the ground is cursed and in certain places can bring forth thistles and thorns, we also carry into our lives the curse of failures and pain and regret by what we have done and perhaps what we have left undone. We have our own brambles and barbs and nettles, and we've been stung, and in our pain, we sting others. Maybe you have experienced a season of life being a little bit messy. Messy just because, messy because of your own doing. Perhaps you are experiencing failures and pitfalls and life isn't going quite right and it feels like the ground is going to swallow you whole. Or perhaps you are in a winter season when the earth is cold and stagnant and unmoving. And it's a bit like you're hibernating and you're watching and you're waiting and you're yearning for the ground to soften. And you feel trapped and immobilized. And you are in a place with few signs of life. You're stuck, unable to move in any direction. And this is where Jesus' words in the Gospel of Mark have something to say to us. Jesus tells two parables, both about seeds and soil and dirt, though each slightly different. One is a parable of the growing seed, one is a parable of the mustard seed. The first one compares the kingdom of God to someone randomly scattering seeds on the ground and that when we sleep, somehow they sprout and they grow and we have no idea how. And the earth gradually brings forth new life until the harvest comes. This parable reminds me Of that science experiment that was popular when I was growing up and maybe it still is today where you plant a seed in the clear cup of dirt and you pack the seed along the edge with the intention of seeing how it sprouts and it's all a bit magical how the seed knows which way to grow And when it does, how it knows how to follow the sun. This first parable celebrates the haphazardness of it all. That the kingdom of God, God's beloved community, is like seeds being haphazardly scattered on the ground, and somehow magically, they gradually begin to grow. And first the stalk, and then with some persistence and time, the head, and working through even the stubbornness of the ground, it fully emerges to put forth the harvest. What a refreshing reminder that God's beloved community that's made up the, of the messiness of people the brokenness of those made in the image of God can still bring forth life. Even in the messiness and the harshness of it all, life still emerges. Which leads us to the second famous parable about the mustard seed. Now, I know we all know this parable, but I want to make sure that when you hear this parable, you aren't thinking that this parable is talking about the mustard seed that gets ground up into the yellow condiment that we use for hot dogs and burgers, because that is not the seed that this parable is referring to. So allow me to retell this parable in our 21st-century Virginia context. The kingdom of God is like kudzu, or Virginia creeper, that when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the ground cover, and when it grows, it is the greatest, most beautiful of all the ground cover possible. And it creates opportunity for the birds and the animals to make its home. This parable should resonate with a bit of oxymoronic humor. It would have to Jesus' community. What an image that the kingdom of God with even such humble origins, can emerge from a weed. And it is capable of growing big, and if we allow ourselves to see it, even beautiful. And it's going to get everywhere, and it's going to provide support for others. A couple of days ago, a friend posted a picture of a young tomato plant. And had the bulletin not already been printed, it would have been used as this week's image. And the caption under the picture of this tomato plant read, This is a tomato plant growing through a crack in the pavement, in between two cigarette butts, next to some stairs, in the back lot of a grocery store. Allow me to read that again. This is a tomato plant growing through a crack in the pavement in between two cigarette butts next to some stairs and the back lot of a grocery store. He continues, by far, this is the bravest and strongest tomato plant I have ever seen. And it is a reminder that we can do hard things. So if you find yourself in a place where you know confusion and sadness, messiness and overwhelming circumstances, if you are in a place of waiting through a long winter, Our parable says, stay tuned. You might not be able to see it, but the seeds are there. Nestled in your life in the dirt, waiting to hatch and grow, maybe already cracking open to something new and you just can't see it yet. But the soil is churning. The seed is turning. And we may not understand how the kingdom of God, we may not understand how God's beloved community will come to life in us or in what ways it will be unleashed. But grace, with all its mystery, reveals the new life that is ready to burst forth. So the next time you reach down and gather soil in your hands, remember that you are the dirt nestled in God's hands, and God is nestled in you. And yes, yes, recreation starts. I invite us to respond to God's word by singing our hymn of commitment. Let us stand and sing Take My Life, found on page 609. We will sing verses 1 through 3 and then jump to verse 6. Let us stand and share our voices. may be seated please be seated there are a number of prayers that are listed in our bulletin and I'm sure that there are many that you hold um, on your hearts I would like to add an explanation to one that was I was given permission to share which is um, Luke Wills has been added to the list this week they received word on Wednesday uh, afternoon that he has stage four cancer. We don't have any additional explanation. Um, they have appointments scheduled for this week where they hope to find out exactly what type and um, where to go from here. But both uh, Luke and uh, his wife, Billy, are, are hopeful Um, and appreciate all all the prayers and thoughts that you can send their way. The Lord be with with you. Let us pray. When our life is whirling and twirling with too much to do, with packing and unpacking and getting kids to games and completing final projects. When life is emerging as messy and out of control, our body is no longer cooperating and we receive new diagnoses. When we are underemployed or have no employment When loss seems to be the theme of the season of our life. When our community is torn by yet another act of deadly gun violence. And tornadoes and storms tear apart our homes and community when fires rage and wars continue, when our actions tear down instead of build up and policies are created based on fear and power. Let us remember, O God, that we are grounded in you. You, creator, are the soil in which to rise out. Yours are the roots that strengthen us and nourish us and connect us. And we are reminded that we are not alone. So give us patience to be okay with just sitting where we are for at least a little while. Remind us that it is okay to just be and it is okay to feel. Let us give ourselves time to connect with you and to each other, to rest, to confess, to take inventory of what matters most, and to take notes of what kind of seeds are being planted. Give us courage. Let us not be scared. Let us cultivate what we are asked, commanded, called to cultivate. Seeds of compassion. Seeds of love and generosity and community. Seeds of kindness and action and justice. And mercy. And humility. And with enough time. With enough care and cultivation. With enough audacity and radicalness. With intention. Let us be amazed at what sprouts forth. We pray this in the name of the one who is the seed, Jesus the Christ. Amen.